Hello, Ghostbusters. Yes, of course they're serious. We're ready to believe you. How you doing today, Scotch? I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> no g -g 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 ghosts. <laughs> Break out your Ouija board because it is National Paranormal Day. I didn't even know there was a National Paranormal Day. A recent survey found 14% of Americans, or 1-7, believe that they've actually contacted a spirit using a Ouija board before. Ouija board, however you want to say it. I, I remember being convinced that we had reached a spirit. I did a, a Ouija board with some friends when I was younger. I've heard some people say you shouldn't do that. They get pretty pretty concerned because contacting the spirit world and all that. But I, I'm not. I don't. In retrospect, I'm sure that we had something to do with it. The way we were nudging it around. I mean, you know what a Ouija board is, right? Everybody puts their hand on the little diviner or whatever it's called, and then it supposedly moves around on its own, or it's a spirit moving it. Well, here's a few more paranormal stats for you. Uh, three in four Americans believe at least one paranormal thing be it ghosts, psychic abilities, whatever. And 5% think basically all of them are real. 52% uh, think places can be haunted by ghosts or spirits. And around one in four people say that they have actually lived in a haunted house before. That would freak me the hell out. 55% think that a full moon makes us behave in strange ways. 25% uh, think it is possible to have telekinetic powers and move things with your mind. Ala Yuri Geller. Again, these are some stats for National Paranormal Day, which is today. Do you think psychics are legit? 19% uh, of people think at least some psychics are legit. Probably not Miss Cleo, <laughs> who used to be able to call on late night TV. 16% of people believe in Bigfoot. 22% believe in the Loch Ness Monster. And around 20% think that vampires, werewolves, and zombies might exist in real life. But we did ask people what they would do if they had telekinetic powers, and the answers were pretty startling. See what we mean with today's list of the top five shockingly honest things people would do if they could do stuff with their minds. Here we go. Number five, vaporize the woman in front of us taking forever to order at Starbucks. Number four, start a house fire when our wife gets home from work and says, you won't believe my day at the office. Don't open that can of worms. Number three, use a Ouija board to ask Alexander Hamilton if he could really rap. <laughs> Number two, float the beer directly from the tap into our mouth. Oh, that's a good idea. Come here, beer. You come to me, beer, and pour up that frosty, oh, that big frosty mugful. The number one shockingly honest thing that people would do if they could do stuff with their minds... Levitate our carry-on bag on the check-in scale so it weighs less than 50 pounds. Yay! Yay! Oh, I love to be an Oscar Mayer wiener. Say, <laughs> what are you playing this song for? Is this, are you going to tell a story about some guy named Oscar? Well, no! Not exactly. I'm going to tell you a story about a guy who's probably excited to be able to wear short sleeves again this summer. A 47-year-old man in England named Malcolm McDonald uh, developed an unfortunate infection in his perineum back in 2010. If you're saying, what's a perineum, Scotch? Well, in layman terms, that would be his, uh, his taint. And the infection got so bad that it, had, it caused his manhood to fall off. No. Imagine that. No, 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 no. But luckily, modern science is amazing. And doctors came up with a plan to grow him a new package. But they had to do it on his forearm. So for this to work, they had to use skin from his forearm to grow him a new 
unit, and it was like just above his left wrist, so way down there on the arm. So he had to live with this thing hanging off of his arm for six years. First, there were schedule, there were scheduling mix-ups, there were staffing issues, the pandemic delayed things even longer. But the good news is, he finally had it grafted onto his crotch earlier this year, and says he is finally whole again. Good for you. Way to go, Malcolm McDonald. Says it doesn't work like his old junk did, but there is a built-in pump so he can inflate it when he needs to perform. To Malcolm's credit, he has kept a very good sense of humor about it. It says he didn't even mind when his his friends made jokes. And you know his friends made jokes. Uh, There is a new documentary about him premiering tonight in the UK, and the documentary is called The Man with a Penis on His Arm. And I'm not even joking. (laughs) What are you laughing at? Firing up a little Gary Newman. Remember the 80s? Here in my car. You know, they always say you are what you drive. And even if they don't always say that, many people believe it. Nearly half of people, in fact, in a new survey said that their vehicle accurately represents their personality. I'm not sure if my Dodge Avenger represents my personality or not. 20% of people believe it says more about them than their job. 18% says it says more than their clothing. And 17% says it's more representative than their taste in music. Whatever. My car says I'm cheap. Uh, They didn't really drill down on what that means, but it sounds like everything is included in this. The make, the model, the color, the condition, how it's pimped out. For example, SUVs mean that you're family-oriented. Right? Hatchback drivers believe that they're loyal and reliable. Station wagon drivers think they're organized. And 4x4 drivers means being ready to go anywhere, anytime. And isn't it a coincidence? 26% of people actively chose a vehicle that better matched their personality rather than going for something more practical. If you're real outgoing and showy, you're probably going to have an outgoing and showy car. Probably bright. The color of the vehicle is vital to 23% of of people. For me, whenever I bought a car, I've just had to buy whatever's on the lot. It's, it's, It's pretty odd to find a car that's not silver or that tannish color around here. Like everything's, everything's silver. I think the last three cars I've owned have been silver. If you're dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend, you're a big enough schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's car. Bad deal. Cars that break down. Thieves. If you think you're going to find a bargain at Big Bill, you can kiss my ass. I believe that you're such a stupid mother will fall for this bull. Isn't that dumb? Lord, so people go to prison for dumb things, and this is right up there. A 70-year-old man in Washington State named Patrick Lathrop was shopping at a Safeway grocery store Saturday night when he spotted a couple that he thought might be trying to steal from the store. So he runs over, doing the old uh, citizen's arrest. Oh, nutsy here, come running after me screaming, citizen's arrest, citizen's arrest. <laughs> Gilbert Pyle on Andy Griffith. So he ran over, blocked the door with his cart, and demanded that they show him the receipt for their purchase. Well, they refused. They're like, who the hell are you? So there was an argument. It got physical, and that's when Patrick pulled out a gun and fired two shots. That could have been me, my wife, the child, or anyone else, just because of the assumptions that Mr. Lathrop may have made. One of the shots grazed the guy's neck. Thankfully, the victim is okay and was treated at the hospital and has been released. Patrick is arrested and charged with first-degree assault. He's trying to spin the thing as a self-defense, claiming that the other guy was beating him to death. But it's worth pointing out that Patrick was wrong about the shoplifting. Store employees told police that the couple had not stolen anything. If you have to confront somebody 
or you want to confront somebody that you think is committing a crime, you can do that, but you can't be the one that escalates it to the point that deadly force becomes the option that you go to. Uh, remember Chat Roulette? That was an app where you could video chat with random people and then eventually encounter some pervert with his junk out. <laughs> well, somebody needs to tell this guy that that still exists. A 35-year-old guy in Florida named Adam Smith facing charges after he FaceTimed random strangers and started, uh, you know, pleasuring himself when they picked up. Wow. Suddenly, random scam callers don't sound so bad. At least I don't have to look at them. Three different people went to the cops, and they're saying he probably did it to more than just those three. One victim said that when they answered, he was completely naked and squatting in front of his camera. Gross. Uh, That person managed to take a screenshot before Adam hung up and showed some tattoos that he had. Cops traced the calls back to him and arrested him last week. He did admit that he had been calling random numbers and doing it for at least the past two months. Good grief. What is the compulsion to show your schwantz? He's facing felony charges for indecent exposure and obscene communication. And there you go. There's your stupid criminals in the it's going to be hard to top the story about the guy who had the wiener growing on his arm. That's my voice. So I'm not even going to try. Let's just do random facts. Here we go. Hey, random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Tuesday. Jot these down. Stick them in your pocket. When you need them, whip them out and say, hey, check out these random facts that Jack FM gave me so I could sound a little smarter. Uh, your first random fact, and it's a scary one. At least one app on your phone tracks your location approximately every three minutes. On average, you got a bunch of wacky apps on your phone. It's probably more than that. So you don't have a lot of anonymity. Your your location is pretty well tracked. Uh, here's another random fact for you. Paul Rudd's parents are second cousins. <laughs> Kissing cousins. Mm-hmm. Oh, keeping it in the family. Sliced bread was banned in America for about three months in 1943 as part of an effort to conserve resources for World War II. You talk about hardship. Back in the 40s, you had to slice your own bread. Speaking of bread, it costs way less to open a Subway franchise than a McDonald's. Subway costs about $400,000. McDonald's costs up to $2.2 million. Wow. So why would somebody open a McDonald's franchise instead? Well, a McDonald's makes about five times more revenue. So you can make a lot more from one. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Finally, expiration dates on bottled water have nothing to do with the water. It's the plastic bottles, which will eventually start leaking chemicals into the water. So if you think you're a big brainiac and you say, oh, water doesn't expire. No, but it's leaching chemicals into your water. You're not very bright, are you? All right, there you go. Random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Tuesday on 1019 Jack FM. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T.